Hi, everyone, and welcome to, and I'm really excited again, uh, to episode two of Light in the Morning podcast, and I'm excited to welcome the program, the host, uh, Margot Lemark. Margot, how are you, and Happy New I'm Year. I'm fine, thank you. Happy New Year to you also, Neil. Oh, you know what? When we talk about specifically the book, we kind of had an overview of your reason for writing the book in episode one, and we really learned that, yes, there are specific chapters talking about how we remember that loved one. But one of your hopes of this is to not wait till you're close to dying to become and live in legacy. So kind of explain to me in a lot of ways, Margaret, was we'll take you back is for 2021, how can we start to make changes so that we can be remembered uh, right now and do great things now? Because at all at one point in time, we're all going to die. So we got to start working right now. That's exactly right. I think think it's a very important topic because the only thing we can do in life is make ourselves a better person. There's not much else we can do. And we can stand for things and vote for things that we can do all kinds of other things. But the main thing we do in life is we become the most we can be. And I think if COVID has taught us anything, it's that. Because people are disappearing right before our eyes. My cousin died a few days ago. I just got a call yesterday. He's gone. I will never see him again. Yeah. And so this reality is becoming so apparent and so real for so many people. And what it forces us to do is live in the moment and make our moment as rich and wonderful and full of integrity and um, reflecting who we are as much as possible. And, you know, we, we can we can start right this second, and, and we should, <laughs> you know, by forgiving people around us, by not holding grudges, by really talking out our side of things so people understand we're all very different. And the more we can come together with people around us that think differently than we do, the more our country can. And if we can't do it, we can't expect our country to, you know, we're so divided right now. And, and it's because people act in a divided way. (laughs) And if we could sit and talk with each other with open hearts and open ears and really hear what they're saying and really try to put ourselves in their shoes, I think we could think very differently about things. It wouldn't change who we are, but we could appreciate the other point of view and appreciate other people and exactly. Yeah. Start living a a full life rather than this kind of hateful divided life that we're living because it, when we're, when we're lying there in our deathbed, that is not going to have meant a thing. What is going to have meant something is that we have resolved that with people or we have become a bigger person and we have looked at ourselves and grown and given people the, um, the the benefit of the doubt and you know all of these things it's up for the country and it's up for us and it's up with covid as people die around us daily so it's a big subject isn't it yeah live in the moment and i think and i wanted to kind of talk to you about that in so many ways because the fact is that we can allow our 
our bodies to feel really just upset all the time. We could just choose something politically. We could choose something politically. We could choose something of working with a colleague or a client that's up made us angry or, or somebody just, just got on our nerves. And we're going to just let that grudge go all day instead of live for this day. And how can I make this day the best day possible? Kind of explain that. I mean, just today, you know, because tomorrow might not come. So we got to live. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Live for today. Really, tomorrow may not. We don't know, you know, and next Wednesday may not. (laughs) I mean, seriously, we are we, we never know what's going to happen. And so here here's here's the thing. Um. You know, I I have um, I've had a lot of spiritual teachers, really great gurus and great thinkers and philosophers, and I, I've just done a lot of um, work in that area in my life. And I remember one great teacher telling me that um, we are we have to be fed as human beings. We are constantly feeding ourselves. If we don't feed our body, we're going to die. But there's something so much greater and so much more than just the food we eat. And it's what we metabolize and digest from every level, from our thoughts, from what we we expose ourselves to, from the people we're around, from the the news or the movies we watch, all of that, we are metabolizing all of that. And if we really want to be healthy, it's it's not that you ignore all of that completely. You, you don't sit on a mountaintop and get enlightened. Right, you, exactly, you get enlightened no. by living in the yes. world. But, you know, Neil, we have choices every single minute of our life as to what we are going to allow into our little atmosphere and what we are going to metabolize into our being. So what we feed ourselves on a daily basis is our choice. And we should really look at that and we should really choose wisely. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, choose wisely is such a great point because uh, we can, there's so many different things that could distract us. There's so many things that we can do, but, uh, uh how do you Margo stay focused in that? Because there's all the distractions from social media, distractions from the things around us that, Hey, I'm going to live today really well. I'm going to be waking when I get ready to, you know, go to bed and go to sleep. I'm going to say, wow, I lived my best day. Possibly. Right. One thing I have actually done because, and it's it's just appropriate to bring it up now because of all the news. Um, I have trained myself to watch both sides of the news, but I only watch it for a very. I don't sit there and watch it all day, you know, or all night or something. I just, I have, I put myself on a news fast where I, I I'll watch it, but I'll watch both sides because I want to hear what the other side is saying. I want to know what everybody how everybody feels and what people are hearing, and, and what's going on really, you know. If you just always hear your own side then then there you go but that's what i do i've limited the what i consider now as real negativity which is any news you hear there's just really not very much that's positive out there so i limit myself on that and at night i'll say to steve let's watch a let's watch a movie and we watch something really uplifting or some really cool comedy or or something you know and i i in terms of what i bring in visually like that i i am really monitoring and um i actually have taken myself off of social media a lot just because well, first of all, I'm busy. I, I, I'm usually on Facebook and I, I haven't been for a while because I'm busy selling real <laughs> yes. estate. But, but you know, I, I, I limit that too. And I really focus, I, I keep saying to my friends, we just have to keep our life beautiful. 
you know, be around the friends you love. And now we can't even be around those friends, but call them. You know, my friend sent me um, a text the other day. She says, I challenge you to dance. And she did this little video of herself dancing. It made me so happy. I got up and I danced and I'm, I haven't sent that back to her yet, but I have to send my challenge back. And there's just so many things you can do to remember your friends and be with them and, and really focus on the joy of life. And I think it's, absolutely as important as any food we put into our body is is how we kind of entertain ourselves so true how we entertain ourselves is such an important part of what, what you talk about and how we um find our joy our happiness you see yeah uh, so this is a great question to ask again i know you're a spiritual person but you know a lot of times our happiness doesn't matter the person ourselves and i disagree because i think that if you try to live that martyrdom of a life where you're not happy as a person, then people around you won't be happy and you really aren't bringing joy to anyone then. Right. Right. Oh, our happiness is the most important thing. <laughs> it is the most important thing because um, happiness is the basis of health. If you're not happy, those thoughts are going to create something not happy in you. And I think everything on every level is very connected. So the happy we, happier we are and the more inner joy and love and acceptance and all those good qualities, all of that that we can feel, we radiate that. And when we radiate that, we're like a little radio wave out there. It affects everybody. Everything affects everybody. You know, the, the microcosm is, is, is the macrocosm. It's the same, you know. And so if you can take your little microcosm of your being, which is so great, <laughs> and make it wonderful and happy and full and radiant, you are going to have that effect around you. You know, you know have you ever gone into a, walked into a room where somebody was just in there and they had a fight? And you walk in there and you're like, oh, my God, what happened? Yes. You could just cut yes. that air with it. a you knife. Feel it. You feel the tension. Yes. Yeah, Such, you so, feel so, it. And, and you kind of want to walk out. You go, oh, God, I, I'll be back. I'll come I want to go back later. to work. You, I want to go back yeah. to work because when I do my job, <laughs> I love it. And being, yeah, exactly. exactly. Dealing with this tension. Why are we allowing ourselves to have that tension? Great point. Exactly. And so if you can radiate the opposite of that, you are doing the best you can do for the whole world, for the whole universe, because everything radiates out. It's like that little ripple in the pond and your ripple has its effect. And um, so I think that's the most important thing we can do is truly be happy. It's not yeah, when definitely. you're happy, it doesn't mean you're not compassionate. Ex it doesn't mean exactly. you don't feel no, empathy for the, right. you know, you yeah. think of the, the most happiest people, let's say spiritually, what the Dalai Lama, you look at certain people, the Pope, you look at certain people, you know, certain you know, certain spiritual groups, certain people that, you know, have that inner peace to them. That's what we should want because guess That's what? Right. And their, their days are very busy. I, I never did a research on the Dalai Lama and his daily schedule, but they're constantly meeting people. They're constantly could have stress. They constantly have different things. The, the gurus of meditation and, you know, of different, yeah. the, different, the, the Sikhs and whatever, you know, all yeah. these different people, but they're always joyful. How yes. can we live that? Because again, if we don't feel joyful, we don't, we don't exhibit that in our job and then it drains us and we're, we're, we're pessimistic, not optimistic, and we aren't able to roll with the punches. 
Yeah, we're just bummers, you know, we're a bummer to be around. We're, you know, we're like Scrooges that walk around if we don't have that inner joy. And and people aren't going to, you're not going to attract the good things that joy attracts. And yes, I agree with you. Um, really, truly spiritual people and some spiritual people aren't really very spiritual, if you know what I mean. You know, I think there's some religious yes, people that aren't yes, really very religious. All, no. And, you know, but if you really truly are, you have a deep inner peace that you have found from going within to your own center of your being, rather than just counting on the outside to bring you happiness. You find it from within. That's where it really resides. And when you can find that, you you're you're a light bulb. You're just radiant and people want to be around you and they want what you want and it spreads. And, you know, light spreads so easily. It just, it's the most wonderful thing. You want to sit in a dark room with no, no light bulbs on or all. you want to turn that big light bulb on, you know? <laughs> so you got this great awakening by writing the book or t- the reason you wrote the book is the awakening, understanding to remember someone's life after death, but it teaches us that every moment counts. So I think that, I think that what we can talk about next episode is really how do we roll with tough times, difficult times in our lives and keep that inner peace through it because you've kind of given us a game plan to our next episode to go ahead and live each day. Like it's our last. Well now, okay, we tried doing that and we failed. What do we do next? And in episode three, I think we need to talk about that. I think okay, that I'm I'm all in. All right. So again, light in the morning, uh, uh, podcast, but also the website. Where can people go to purchase the book right now? Tell us. They can go to Amazon.com. Light in the morning: Memoirs of an Undertaker's Daughter. All right, fantastic! And it was a great episode of Light in the Morning podcast. And uh, thanks again, Margo. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Neil. All right, guys, that was Live in the Morning Podcast. Take care, everybody.